From the protectors of the internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, it's the PKO Podcast. Welcome to the Protect Kids Online Podcast, sponsored by the Wisconsin Department of Justice Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. As always, I'm Dana, and Matt's back with me again today. Hey, Matt. Hey, Dana. I know you keep coming back for these jokes. I'm here for the jokes. (laughs) I come for the jokes, I stay for the information. That's what everybody should do. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I hope. Okay. Um, so I do have a tech joke for you today. Great. But I don't know this about you. Are you a video game person? Uh, I'm not a video game person. No. Hmm. Does that put me at a disadvantage here? No, I think you'll get it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> My jokes aren't real deep. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just was wondering, you know. Uh, yeah, no, not really. No. You know the main systems and stuff, though. Sure. Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, so, what do you say when you lose a Wii game? Uh, I am familiar with the Wii. Um, I was a three-time uh, Wii bowling champion in my household. Oh boy. Um, yeah, so I, I do take pride in that. Um, what do I say when I lose a Wii game? Mm-hmm. I. Nothing funny. I want a Wii match. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> so see, now when you bowl, you can say that. <laughs> okay, yes, I will do that. Get a couple chuckles out of the family here. So, okay. You're welcome. Good one. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's talk about a topic that is getting more and more near and dear to my heart. Um, let's talk about virtual burnout today. Oh boy. Yeah, (laughs) that is right. Yeah. It, I think that this is something that's impacting a lot of people. Um, a lot of people have transitioned to work from home. Even if you haven't transitioned to work from home or if you're doing like a split schedule, a lot of people are, um, disconnected from friends and family just for safety reasons and and trying to kind of cut down on the spread of of COVID-19. And it's contributing to a lot of just stress and burnout in general, but a lot of virtual burnout because so much of our stuff has gone online. Right. Um, And we were joking that uh, we've got an infographic here that we were looking at with this, and we were joking that this is how we feel. This little this mm-hmm. gals, she's just yeah. done, and you can see it in front of her computer. Um, and I think that that's sometimes how it feels. We have to make sure that we not only are checking in with our kids uh, on how they're doing with all this online time, if they're doing virtual school or if they're not able to connect with friends quite as much, um, we need to be checking in with them on that. But we also have to check in with ourselves and make sure that we're getting breaks and stepping away from the screen and stuff, too. I know that um, my step count for the day has gone down drastically since we started working from home, and it's mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Um, yeah, there's just so many nuances, or I don't know if that's the right word, but just so many things to consider with this. And what's interesting to me is... From what I've seen, uh, surveys and surveys that I've participated in, uh, but related to work from home versus work from an office setting, by and large, my perception is that folks want to continue to work from home at least completely or, you know, in that sort of blended 
scheduling, like you had mentioned. So that's the interesting thing is that by and large, and you correct me if you've seen other things, Dana, on this, but that's the sense I get is that people, people like that or, mm-hmm. or prefer that, but it is leading to these pretty dramatic effects that we really need to be cognizant of and, um, and tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, uh, this is, this is information from Happified Daily, which we've talked about before. And I think maybe a month and a half or so ago, you and I had done an article on, or an article, <laughs> an episode on, um, this same type of topic, but geared towards suggestions for kids. How do we kind of change things up for our kids throughout the day if they're doing virtual learning um, and allow them to, you know, move to a different space with their technology so that they're standing or they're sitting and change their background so it's their own and and those types of things to kind of uh, combat this from that school, the virtual school um, perspective. But here's a couple of things, I guess, from just an everybody perspective, some red flags or, or symptoms to kind of take seriously when you're wondering if you're starting to kind of burn out on some of this virtual stuff. Um, so here's one for you, Matt. Uh, preemptively feeling fed up just thinking about the next Zoom meeting. Oh, boy. Well, you know, I don't really have that problem because we use Teams. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah. I should have right. inserted that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> becoming easily irritated or frustrated with people around you. So loved ones, coworkers, that type of thing. Uh, zoning out during video calls, um, you know, which I think is really easy to do when we get too much screen time because it gives you a chance to not look at the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, experiencing anxiety uh, about just responsibilities and deadlines, just kind of normal um, feeling overwhelmed that way and then emotional numbness or numbness or feeling isolated. So obviously those are there's a couple of things in there that are red flags regardless, but there's a couple of things that are red flags specifically towards this kind of virtual environment too to kind of watch out for um in yourself or in those around you. Yeah, I um yeah, like I said there's just so much to talk about related to this and it's important to have the conversation but you know, we talk about, um, you know, let's say you work normally you know, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. or something like that. And maybe you would have to drive in and that's a 30 minute drive. So you're starting your day, you know, you're leaving your home at 7.15 or something like that. And then you're, you're getting home at 5.15, 5.30. Um, but now, theoretically, your day, you know, you can you're not driving and getting in the car. And so you're at home and well, maybe you're having your breakfast, but you're firing up the the laptop or the iPad or something like that. And you're starting to kick off your emails now at seven 15 instead of eight. Um, mm-hmm. you're not taking that, that morning routine to walk around and say hi to your colleagues. Um, and, and if you worked at a location where maybe there were remote sites and meetings only occurred, you know, weekly or biweekly because of travel considerations, well, now we've got zoom, we've got teams, Hey, let's connect. And it almost feels like there are more meetings Mm -hmm. because it's just that much easier. We're all learning, you know, that we can connect. I can set up a Teams meeting right now and have six people in a meeting in 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just, you're right, there's more. And with the deadlines and it's just, it's, you're right. This, uh, I mean, when it says here in the article, symptoms to take seriously. Yeah, we need to take this seriously. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I, I don't know how many articles I've read during this whole thing about that exact topic um, from you hear it from CEOs and, and kind of leadership individuals saying that there's too many meetings taking place. These meetings don't need to be meetings. And so that's one thing people can consider, you know, is this something that we can cover in a different way and give people a little bit of a break from this? Um, because especially if it's video calls, I've read that they can cause us um, even even more of this stress, I guess I'll call it, because you if you're in a in a meeting in person, you aren't always staring at the person, you know, directly mm-hmm. in the eye the entire time you're in the meeting. You're looking down at notes, you're, you know, maybe glancing around the room, you're taking notes, you know, whatever it might be. Whereas when we're on screen, we feel um we feel like we need to really show that we're paying attention. We're staring straight at the screen. And so that contributes to to all of this, you know, feeling more tired, exhausted, worn out um, because you're, quote unquote, on and you're very on for that entire time. Um, so they suggested, you know, maybe looking away every once in a while, you know, taking a glance out the window if you've got a window um, and giving yourself those normal, natural breaks while you're still listening. That'll help you stay a little bit more engaged. Yep. And I'm just going to make a comment here that um, while you were talking, I have been fully engaged, but a big flock of Canadian geese just (laughs) flew by. And that was, I'm not sure what they're still doing here in Wisconsin um, in January, but they're here. I I closed my shade because I didn't want to get distracted. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm sorry, but in full (laughs) disclosure, I, you know, I, I had to. To let the world know that that's good you need your nature time yep exactly um but some other things that that kind of cross um all the the different uh audiences here i guess whether you're looking at um virtual burnout for a child or an adult or, or whoever it might be um some some good examples or things to combat this um give your phone a bedtime is what they actually say on here which i like and it's just taking that break giving yourself that time before the end of the night or during dinner time or whenever it is that you're not looking at screens, uh, giving your eyes that break, giving your brain that break, reconnecting with your family, um, you know, doing a hobby, maybe going for a walk if it's nice enough out. I don't know where you're located. Um, very cold in Wisconsin today. Um, but those types of things can can be really helpful too. And then as far as uh, for the adult workers, for, for the virtual burnout for adults that we're talking about here, I've also read things that I, I thought this was really interesting. They were saying to make use of things like Slack to set up basically little water cooler rooms so that people can still have those connections that you were talking about, Matt, that when you come in in the beginning of the day and you grab coffee and say good morning to people, um, that those types of interactions can still happen and they can happen on work time because a lot of times the chit chat that might come from us talking about the game last weekend and then, oh, hey, you know, something work related comes up and now all of a sudden we're brainstorming. Those types of conversations can be really valuable. And <clears throat> so they made these slack rooms based on interests and allowed people to kind of take breaks there throughout the day to connect with their coworkers but also have some of these conversations that um, ended up being really beneficial to things. So I think that we just have to really start thinking outside the box on how we can connect and get those little breaks and that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. I like that. Um, You know, one of the things I was thinking about as we were 
kind of preparing today to talk about this is you remember I'll say years ago, I mean, this year, whatever, but years ago, like, let's say you're driving through the school zone and you're looking over at the youngsters and they've got the backpacks and the backpacks are loaded up with, you know, books. And here's this poor, you know, (laughs) son or daughter who's walking with the the backpack, the bag weighs more than they do kind of thing. And you're like, (laughs) I wish there was, I wish there was something we could do about that. And well, the, we're there now. And it's kind of like, um, you know, I know a lot of schools that have moved away, no books, everything is digital. It's all on your, 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 you know, assigned Chromebook or, or whatever. Um, so now instead of actually looking at books, you know, our children are looking at their monitors, reading uh, on the monitor and doing their, you know, maybe not even turning in handwritten assignments. It's all happening through Google Docs or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so, so, yeah, the, it's lightened the load. The backpack is manageable now. But uh, on the other hand, now we have to make sure we're talking about, you know, not did you do your sit-ups and push-ups this morning so you can carry your bag to school, but are you doing, are you taking these breaks and are you, you know, giving uh, the phone a bedtime and, and all that kind of thing? So mm-hmm. we need to tra- transition to those kinds of conversations. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's that's a really good way to look at it. And also still make sure we're exercising, right? We still need to be doing that. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, good point. Yeah, let's <laughs> Yeah, for different reasons. But yeah, yeah, yeah still that's yeah, right, still right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking, yeah, no, good point. Yeah. So speaking of that, um, we can pop over to the CDC. So the CDC put out uh a kind of a about the beginning of the pandemic situation, um, February, March or so of, of last year. They put out some articles, and one of them was on mental health and coping during stressful situations, during stressful times. And I think that that's a good way to kind of wrap up this conversation is to talk about healthy ways that we can cope with stress. Um, Because these are things that we all know, but it's good to hear them, to be reminded of them, and to think about how we can incorporate these small changes into our lives so that we can all cope with stress better and feel a little bit more healthy, both physically and mentally. Um, yeah. So as you were saying, exercise regularly, tip top on the list. Um, mm-hmm. But they also said it's important to separate from that. Take deep breaths, stretch, maybe consider meditation. But I know that stretching piece is a big, big part of things. So even if you've just got, you know, a reminder on your phone once an hour or something like that to stretch, it makes a difference to get up and get your muscles moving a little bit, um, get away from your chair. You know, all that stuff, make a lap around the house, all that stuff does make a really big difference. Yeah, absolutely. And especially too, I mean, um, I know a lot of folks who, you know, don't have home offices, don't have a home office. My office is literally a a desk that I purchased and placed right next to my bed. Um, You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of, a lot of folks that, that have that. And so, wow, talk about that separation, waking up and boom, there's the the workspace and then trying to get to sleep and you look over and there's the workspace. But so really, uh, I like that idea. The, you know, it doesn't take a lot of space. It doesn't take a lot of equipment, uh, really any equipment. It just takes, you know, making that a a priority. Um, I, I really like that one. And that's a very good point. So that's not on this list, but it is extremely important to give yourself some sort of um, start and finish routine for your work day. So like you were talking about, a lot of us used to commute, those types of things that 
that was your natural start and end to your workday. It kind of prepped your brain to be ready for work or to come down, you know, away from work and be ready to be home. Uh, and now we don't have that anymore. So it's important to figure out a routine, whatever that is, um, to to prep your brain that like now it's work time and I'm going to work um, because you may very well be, you know, double using some of your space. And so maybe that's, you know, you take the dog out for a walk in the morning and then you sign into work or, you know, you're grabbing a cup of coffee before you even sign in. And then at the end of the day, same thing. Like mine has become doing the dishes. That's my end of the work thing. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, okay. And I've recognized Boy, I that that's what it is, but it, it does help your brain kind of realize that, okay, work's done now. And then you can go on with everything afterward. So. Yep. No, that I like that. Yeah. I like that. Um, so they also said very important to take breaks from watching, reading, or listening to the news. And that's just looking at some of the negative news we might be seeing out there. Um, so make sure you're giving yourself breaks from that. Otherwise that can kind of bombard us if we get too focused on, on the negative news that's out there. Um, especially in times of, of crisis or, or health concerns or that sort of thing. Sure. Um, Making time to unwind, doing other activities, you know, other than virtual stuff, connecting with others, which might need to be virtual right now, but still very important that we do that social um, piece of things. Even if, like you and I have talked about before, sometimes it, it feels difficult. It feels like it's going to be tiring to do. But if you make the point to do it, you'll feel so much better after you connect with somebody and, and you know, have a fun chat with them. Yep. Absolutely. And it's, um, and I've talked to a lot of folks who've shifted from traditional phone calls and messaging to trying to more routinely do some of the, the video chat kinds of things, the FaceTimes and all that, where, you know, you actually see each other. Um, I'm terrible and, uh, at that. I'm just terrible at committing to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but you know, there's just so many ways to do it now. Yeah. Um, it's so depending you know even if uh you know you don't have an ios device you've got an android device you can still find ways to do it so easily and um i know there are people that are taking advantage of that absolutely and i think it's really good so um a lot of good stuff on this website check out the cdc if you're looking for more um kind of help on coping with stress or if you're looking for resources there's a lot of stuff on there for mental health or crisis situations um as well that's a good spot to go if you're if you're looking for that stuff but um if you have questions about tech trends or things that you're seeing out there apps that you want to hear about uh please connect with us um our new website is icac.widoj.gov so again icac.widoj.gov and you can submit feedback there you can always connect with us on social media WIICAC task force um we would love to hear from you so I think a great topic today. And before we virtually burn out, thanks for joining me, Matt. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for the conversation. <laughs> but as always, 